Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As you move into your older and wiser years, you may have questions about your finances, your health, or what to do for fun. Besides watching young people try to figure life out. Oh, man, this guy's a moron! The next hour is dedicated to you. Only the good die This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Because women never age, and old school will always be cool. 50 Plus, brought to you by the UT Health Consortium on Aging. Informed decisions for a healthier, happier life. And by Incredible. If a stain seems indelible, you haven't tried Incredible. Now, here's Doug Pike. All right, Friday edition starts now. I'm sure Will was tired of hearing me make noises just a minute ago. Getting started listening to the song. Kind of squeaking and not really, probably not even pitched up right that was pretty bad i'm sorry well I, I hate that you had to hear that all right welcome to the friday show several more days of good weather on the horizon i do like to start with some good news and that's very good news we won't have any well most of us won't have any rain at least for the next three or four days there's always that chance in southeast texas there's always a random pop-up shower that shows up somewhere Within the major metropolitan area, you have to remember that the the major metropolitan the major metropolitan area of Houston is roughly seventy five miles north to south and seventy five miles east to west. It's a long ways over to the east side. It's a long ways out to the western edge of what what I consider Houston is is this, and I've used this. All my life. If you're traveling, if you fly out of Houston and go to somewhere else in the country and people say, where are you from? And you say Houston, then that's in the greater metropolitan area. That would include Sugarland. I almost never say that because nobody outside of this region has any idea where that might be or Kingwood or the Woodlands or Pasadena or Pearland, or what else? You know, Katie, all of these areas have now been swallowed up to be included in the general description of Houston. So that's why there's always this 10, 20% chance most days. Now we get one of those big street sweeper northers in the wintertime that comes barreling through here with a little leading edge thunderstorms and then finishes with blue sky from horizon to horizon in all directions for two days. No, there's no chance of rain on those days. But otherwise, it could happen. Get outside. If you haven't seen the sun in a while, if you've been cooped up with all these scary pop-up thunderstorms, my wife and I were talking just yesterday, actually, yeah, last night, talking about it. She said, I don't think it rained today, did it? And she had been out running around and and not gotten far away from home, but far enough away, apparently, 
that when that big nasty thunderstorm rolled through right before dark, she was away from it just far enough to not even know that it had happened. And when it did, it knocked limbs out of our tree, not big limbs, but it knocked a lot of the dead stuff out. There was enough wind to take out a few small live limbs. It blew pretty hard and it rained pretty hard. Totally missed it. That happened to me just the other day. I, I ran away from what I thought was going to be a big enough thunderstorm to keep me from playing some golf or maybe catching a few fish. Ran away from it because I'd been caught in one just the day before. And then I called back out there about an hour later. No, oh, no, we, we never got a drop. Never got a drop. The Republic. Oh, wait a minute. What is that? Oh, that's a different note. Never mind. Let's talk about the tropics real quick. I know I'm about to run out of time in this first segment, and I haven't even gotten near to where I want to be. The tropics I want to talk about for a minute because they have quieted. If you'll recall yesterday, we talked about a map that had four things on it, three of them, two of them red, one of them that dark orange middle of the road between yellow and red color, and then one yellow one. Today I wake up and I look and I thought, oh, this can't be right. And I actually refreshed the thing twice to make sure there's that one hurricane way out in the middle of the ocean. And then a couple of more yellow X's meandering kind of meaninglessly really south of that one. That, I don't know, whatever that thing was that was boiled up yesterday as a tropical storm is now done. It's gone. Two little yellow ones out there. Not going to be anything to worry about for at least, I don't know, nothing to see here for a while, really. The markets, on the other hand, did give us something to look at this morning and continue to do that. Something positive, actually. Right now, let me look over here and see. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 1.04%, which is way better than down anything. All of the big indices are in the green and also going up a Hey, wherever there's a yin, there's a yang, right? Price of oil was that yang today. Instead of holding even or or maybe dropping a bit, it's kind of following the lead of the stock market and up actually 4%, 4.04% last time I looked, which is not exactly what we wanted. Oh, well, they say. I guess when the markets climbed up about a point this morning and oil just said, hold my beer, hold my beer, watch this. Four percent now. When I wrote this, or about an hour ago, it was three percent, but I just checked and it's four now. So there you go. That might be in response to the favorable polling after President Biden promised to provide food and medical care and anything else to anybody else who can find their way into the country for absolutely free. Well, not free, really, not free. We'll pay for it. Whereas we used to not allow into this country. People who showed no means of eventually supporting themselves or their families. Biden's new policy is to use our tax dollars to make sure all those people get fed and cared for. And never mind the tens of millions of Americans who are living below the poverty level now. No, no, no. I believe they, they've already got most of their votes. He's already got them. And what better, better way to gather up more than to, to pay the freight for millions of people who will be forever grateful to the to the man who gave them free stuff, and then eventually the opportunity to actually vote in U.S. elections. Citizen? No. Can you make an X in a box? Yes. Oh, well, step right in. Speaking of craziness, and there's a lot to go around. You know, i tell you what. I want to pause right now, and when we come back, 
we're actually going to talk about talk to an expert about the the disruption that's caused to people who have to take care of dementia patients, their family, their friends, loved ones, whatever, and still try to work a full-time job. On the way out, I'll tell you about Incredible. That's a full-time job in my house. There's always something being spilled thanks to my 14. He's actually getting better at 14 than he was at 10, 11, and 12. But nonetheless, we find things around there on the carpet, the the rugs, the furniture, our clothes. You could get stains out of the upholstery in your cars with Incredible. It's been around for a couple of decades. It is a water-based product that's only other ingredients I can describe as I can only describe them as magic. I have no idea what it is. I don't care what it is. I don't want to know. I have not asked the owner of the company with whom I deal what's in it because it's irrelevant. What I know is it works. It's worked every time we've used it in the Pike House. I was talking to a woman who works here just yesterday about Incredible. She says, yes, I would love to help you work with this because I've had it in my house forever as well. Ask for it by name. At H-E-B, at most hardware stores, safe for children and pets completely, no chemical smell whatsoever. You won't even know you've used it, except that the stain will be gone. Escort by name, incredible. Aged to perfection. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. AM 950 KPRC. Thanks for listening to 50 Plus. I certainly do appreciate it. I'm Doug Pike. He's Will Melbourne. We, the generation that played, what, Red Rover and Hopscotch, and we jumped rope and we climbed trees and we rode our bikes behind the mosquito spray trucks. That maybe wasn't the smartest thing we ever did. But we're tough as nails. We're shaking our heads in disbelief at what we're watching now. We'll talk in this segment about how employers can help their employees who are caring for family members with dementia. Everybody follow that? And how those employees can help employers understand the challenges of such a thing, of such an obligation. And lucky for me, I've got Dr. Katie Scott, Master of Public Health and President of Care Partners and a member of UT Health Houston's Consortium on Aging. Katie's here. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Doug. Wonderful. So talk if you will, and I'll, I'll bet that you're going to be preaching to the choir somewhat for for this audience but talk about how caring for someone with dementia can impact somebody's work life well you see a couple of different impacts first absenteeism and disruptions in work schedule a lot of people when they're caring for a loved one with dementia have to take some time off work often leave of absences anywhere from a week to a couple months some of them if that's not enough they switch from full-time to part-time work and some may even have to quit their jobs fully to provide care Uh, and those that are still able to work often will change their jobs maybe to one that's not as demanding if they had a job where they had to work nights and weekends and had a lot of flexibility they might have to change that we also see that work performance can really suffer 
And that's due to the effects that caregiving have on the physical, mental, and emotional health of the employee. A lot of folks, when they're caring for someone with dementia, will experience anxiety and depression, and it's hard to manage both of those conditions while continuing to work. I'm sure. One of the risks, I think, when you mentioned going from full-time to part-time, if you have to do that, you may lose your benefits, too, huh? Boy, that's a Correct. Thing. And mm. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. So you might lose your benefits. Um, your employer may not be flexible and have a part-time position for you. Um, how does that affect your care overall? Mm-hmm. And so it can be a really big financial burden as well for so what, the individual. What's the best way then to approach the employer and say, look, here's what I'm up against. Here's what I have to do, but I still want to be a good employee. How do you do that? So I think just doing that, stepping up, approaching your employer, if they have an HR department, go to that HR department and say, hey, this is what I am facing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talk about some things that are there. We have the Family Medical Leave Act. There are a variety of policies there that support individuals that are caring for dependents, and someone with dementia is, in fact, a dependent. Mm -hmm. Um, But then employers can step up to support these caregivers by first allowing them to talk about it, creating this culture of openness and awareness. And the reality is, is that, you know, this is not going to get any easier for us as employers. Uh, You're going to have more and more people stepping into this role. So a couple things you can do, you can build some policies that are more flexible for the employee, like creative uh, create supportive leave and flex time policies. You can offer programs on site to assist the, assist the employees, such as access to counselors to discuss care options, offering support groups, or education programs as well. Katie Scott on 50 Plus, she the president of Care Partners. I, I can't help but think, Katie, that the pandemic and the, the whole work from home mandate deal actually may have made things a little bit easier on folks in this position. Am I right or wrong? Well, so we've seen a couple of different things happen. And so the flexibility people are now recognizing with um, individuals caring for other human beings in the home, we've seen some employers changing this flexible work policy, um, but it doesn't change the burden on that employed caregiver. So just because you're able to be at home, you're still got um, expectations at work and you're trying to manage someone with dementia at the same time. So the flexibility is there, but there's still the high risk of anxiety and depression, especially if you're primarily working from home because you're not seeing many other people. Well, that's a good point as well. Let's let's shift over and talk about care partners now. How can they help people who are, or they or it, I guess, depending on how you look at it, help people <laughs> who are dealing with a dementia patient? Yeah, so Care Partners is here for family members caring for loved ones with dementia, kind of wherever they are in the journey. So particularly for our employed caregivers, uh, we offer education programs both out in the community as well as at businesses to give caregivers the tools to manage their caregiving situation. We also offer a one-on-one consultant uh, who can work and coach people through exactly the issues that they're going through, so it's telephonic or in-person. And we also offer a few programs where individuals with dementia can be dropped off uh, for about three and a half hours, and that caregiver can take a little break for themselves. And and even that little bitty break can be very important, can't it? 
Absolutely. And those programs that we offer are all offered free of charge to That's really fantastic. support that and support that caregiver. We're, we're down, believe it or not, all, only to about a minute and a half now. Tell me about what's going on on World, World Alzheimer's Day, September 21st. Absolutely. Care Partners is collaborating with UT Health Consortium on Aging and the Southeast Texas Workforce Enhancement Program to offer a program focused on tools to help working caregivers. We're covering topics for both the employee and the employer, including stress management tips, and we're going to offer tools directly to employers to help them better support caregivers in their community. So we openly invite the public to join us. It's free of charge. It will be Wednesday, September 21st at 1130 a.m. And you can find out more information about this event on our education calendar at carepartnerstexas.org. Hold on, I'm writing it down. Carepartnerstexas.org. That sounds like a fantastic event. What part of town is this in, real quickly? This is actually going to be offered virtually, so it oh, is going even better. to be online. So you can you can log in wherever you are. So it's right at my house. That's it's what you're right telling me. Right at your house. That's fantastic. Yep, it is. Yeah. I can just figure out how yeah, this whole audience can just figure out how to get in on a Zoom call or something like that. We'll be way better off. Katie, thank you so very, very much. I'm excited for this. I really am. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mm -hmm. Doug. CarePartnersTexas.org. Go look it up. U.S. Law Shield wants to help you if you ever need legal protection for your self-protection. If you carry a gun and you have to draw it and or fire it to protect yourself, your family, your property, whatever, even other people, if you're out and some crazy person shows up. If you have U.S. Law Shield on your side, you very quickly, after you're safe and the situation is secured, you very quickly call U.S. Law Shield and let them know. The number that you call is the number they'll give you when you sign up. Minimal monthly fee, okay? So you call that number. You are connected then and there to a gun rights attorney who will be at your side all the way through the process. Even if it goes to court, even if that court case goes to an appeal, you pay no additional legal fees and you are supported by a gun rights attorney. Go to the website, look at the downloadable guides they have, look at their seminar schedule, and then by all means do push yourself to join. For that one little bit of money each month, you get 24-7 protection so that if you do ever have to fire that gun of yours, you do ever have to ask, answer questions from law enforcement, you will have a gun rights attorney at your side every time they ask you a question. USLawShield.com is a website. Go there, check it out. USLawShield.com. Now, they sure don't make them like they used to. That's why every few months we wash them, check his fluids, and spray on a fresh coat of wax. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Welcome back. It is 12.35 on AM 950 KPRC. You're listening to 50 Plus, and thank you for doing so. Will tells me that he has a theme. Apparently, I didn't know there was going to be a quiz, Will. I'm sorry. I didn't study. So you played two rejoins, correct? That is correct. One was, the first one was, 
the first well i I remember i'm not gonna well here's the thing is i feel like i need to wait until the very end for the last yeah but i have to know what they all were well i mean but i forgot this will this will this will be a nice little looking forward to moment in the last segment so is the theme going to be songs doug forgot is that no, it? No, no, no. Play it's that just every the, day. It's just uh, the band names. Oh, <sighs> the band names. Now I got to remember who did how long. Dang it! Is that um? Is it sticks? Is it? Nope. Oh, dang it! Man, I know the song so well. Is it? Um, tell me the song that we just played. Yeah point of no return i know the song i asked you you said it was going to be the artist that we're well important. it is it so is. who's the artist of that song well i can't, I can't tell you oh my you need a guess God, somebody help me we may have to just wait until tuesday to figure all this out i'm gonna to have to go back and listen to the podcast the point of no return. is that yes it is not gosh darn it i cannot remember all right well i'm gonna let you drive for a minute here let me get um let me get my stuff out. Uh, climbing the ladder, go for the gold, or take a bite. These are all pretty good ones. Take actually. a bite. Take a bite's a very good one. A poll on various stings and bug bites found that hornet stings are the most painful, followed by wasps, yellow jackets, fire ants, and jellyfish. And the most common things we've been stung or bitten by are mosquitoes, well, duh, and believe it or not, bees. Oh, my. My son, as a quick aside before I get to the bottom of this, my son, there's a place we play golf pretty regularly, or did before he had his knee surgery. And every time there are two beehives out there, one at the tee box of a hole and the other actually very, see, be on the next well, between the T and green of the next hole, which is a three-par. Every time we drove by that one on the three-par hole for probably six months, almost every time, a bee would come out and sting him on that hole. It was like whatever. It was like he just looked like a big old pile of pollen. And then when they landed on him, they thought, oh, this isn't pollen. I have to sting it. And they jab him. Right in the arm, in the back, in the neck, in the leg. He got very disinterested in playing that one hole for that very reason. But I digress. So basically, this this poll that says hornets and wasps and yellow jackets and fire ants and, and jellyfish, all of that. How about just welcome to southeast Texas, okay? Did nobody in this poll ever get stung by a scorpion? Ever get bitten, as a guy right here at work did this past week by a brown recluse spider? If not, if those those bites and stings were not included, then the entire poll is invalid. It's just a waste of time. So take that. You want to take another chance of actually giving me a... There's. I'll give you this. I'll give you the other two. One of these is very short, and one of them is going to like waste a bunch of time again. You can have go for the gold, or you can have, hmm, get your paws off my kid. Going for the gold. 
approximately how many goldfish, Will, do you think there are? And I don't know who counted them. Honest to goodness, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has been trying to count red snapper in the Gulf of Mexico for 40 years, and they have no clue how many are out there, really. But how many goldfish are estimated, at, as we speak, to be in Lake Ontario, right up the street? In Lake Ontario. Ontario how yeah. big is Lake Ontario? It's, it's real big. It's a big one, huh? It's kind of a one of the, it's a great lake. Remember? You know, it's so funny. I've always thought of goldfish just being in bowls, you know? You would think. Never having a life outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the mm. great wide open. I'm yeah, going to go with. Where do you think they come from? They don't I'm gonna, grow on trees, Will. Well. See, I was thinking bushes, but um, <laughs> shrubbery. I wonder. I, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with five and a half million. Well, that's ten percent of them. It's forty to fifty million estimated population. Okay, and yes, it's because people kept releasing them from their goldfish bowls, and by releasing, it's one of these like AKA flushing. Oh, your goldfish ran away. I'm so sorry. Well, their pet goldfish got into Lake Ontario through the sewer system, through being ceremoniously released by little kids, whatever. And they did exactly what goldfish do in the wild. They they repopulated, well, they populated the entire lake. Here's the deal. If they'd stocked a few hundred trout in there, big rainbow trout, maybe, I don't know, same number of largemouth bass into Lake Ontario, there wouldn't be a goldfish left in about, I don't know, three, four months. That's all they've got to do. I don't know why. It's, I don't know how they can have that many of those fish in there and not have enough predator fish. Surely a walleye can eat a goldfish. Even as poorly as they fight, they could catch a goldfish. The walleye fight, by the way, for my outdoors-loving audience. In Well, if, if you're already an outdoors person, you probably already know this. If you're not, it'll just give you something to talk about next time somebody says, I love fishing. Say, so, yeah, what about those walleye, huh? If they could only fight, they'd be great because they're sure tasty. But apparently, and I've never caught one, but I've had a million people tell me that a walleye fights just about the same as a wet sock. And that's it. All right. Um, oh, but yes, no, no, not yesterday. Wednesday, as I left the office, I noticed that there's a, an unusual amount of traffic trying to get onto the West Loop southbound to go down on the way to Galveston or whatever. And I couldn't quite figure out why until I got to a point where I could actually see what was going on on the freeway and what was going on, on well, on the loop leading up toward 59, where I was trying to get, there was a procession of about a half a dozen, four or five at least, giant windmill blades headed south. Not toward Corpus, where they already have giant windmill farms, but toward Galveston, I guess to be... Part of the first ones hauled into the Gulf where they're going to mostly sit idle until we figure out how to store the electricity generated by nearly a million acres of windmill farms. That's one another one of our president's plans. He's going to put all these windmills out there, and then they're going to sit mostly idle, the ones that aren't leaking or burning. Oh, well, Will tells me I have to go. And I will to Kirk Holmes, the third-generation custom builder that has been building all across southeast Texas all the way out through the hill country, now all the way west to College Station. Custom homes that are as unique as their owner's fingerprints. All you have to do to start your journey from a piece of ground you've just bought to living on that piece of ground in a home that you helped design is get in touch with Kirk Holmes. 
go to their offices, sit down with their designers, sit down with their architects, and let them create your vision. Let them bring it to life for you. All of their homes, the only two things that all of their homes have is two-by-six exterior walls instead of two-by-fours. That's 50% more insulation from the elements and a 20-year structural warranty. This is kind of a big deal. It's like twice the industry standard. They back their stuff, and they're very good at what they do. Kirkhomes.com is the website. Go there, take a look, get that journey started. Kirkhomes.com. What's life without a nap? I suggest you go to bed and sleep it off. Just wait until the show's over, sleepy. Back to Doug Pike as 50 Plus continues. figure this out so i can't remember who sang this song will and without that i can't figure out your clever witty theme i did get the first two worked out because i i kind of cleverly talked you into some hints and so the first one was by chicago the second one was by kansas so that rules out all state name bands or all city name bands. Well, there might be another city named band. Well, I'm sure there. Yeah, there's Boston. Like maybe so. Huh? There you go. So well, where does Kansas fit in then? It's just cities and states. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just names of bands, cities and states. Cities and states. Okay, so, Cities so name be another in the state. one. Name another one. Name another band named for a city. Chicago, Boston. Uh, well, not for a city, but I mean, we were discussing Flo Rida. It's technically Florida. I didn't ask for that. Well, I it's a for state a band though. named for a city. Ah, Houston, Galveston, Dallas. You know, mm. I feel like Chicago and and Boston have to be the the biggest ones. They would certainly be the biggest ones. Do a quick search for bands named after cities, because you know that there have to be there's got to be something from the Northwest. Certainly, some indie band named Portland or Salem or something like that. Use both hands, please. We don't have all day. What'd you find? Well, there's what a Bur- there's a Berlin. Yes, I yeah, but okay, American cities. Okay, well, I gotta take a take a. Oh, I got an ad. Okay. <laughs> Imagine um, that. There's not a lot. Oh, there's a Phoenix. There's a okay. Phoenix, and it's in number 30 of the Never most hipster bands. Never heard of them. You know what's interesting? It, right now, now that you've searched that, you're going to get all kinds of pop-ups from all kinds of of tourist bureaus. The CVBs, all these, come visit Nashville. Come visit Florida. Whatever. Yeah, because you made the mistake of searching an easy topic. Let me know how long it takes after we finish the show here before you get a pop-up from a CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau, okay? All right. 
back to these windmills, okay? When they put these things out in the Gulf of Mexico, they're they're going to sit idle. Most of them will sit idle for the same reason the ones down around Corpus do, and that's because we don't have we don't have the capacity to store the electricity that they might generate. We just don't have it. We could not, if you, I don't care how hard you dig, you can't get down far enough to put the cart any farther ahead of the horse in this situation. Saw a post on social media yesterday that I want to mention too. A conservative guy posted something about how sad and ineffective and deceptive Biden's Inflation Reduction Act was from jump, which it was. It's it's just a higher taxes law and, and very little more than that. And then some liberal chimes in with, what's the Republicans' plan to reduce inflation? Hey, I don't know where all this policy is being made, but how about we just reverse everything President Biden's done so far? That might work. And by the way, the reflation and reduction uh, act isn't now and never has been anything to reduce inflation. But if they called it a tax hike bill or a fund meaningless programs bill, the media couldn't have done near such a good job of selling it to the public. Enough of that, though. All right. Just remember these the same people who shut down our businesses, who caused our prices to rise at historical rates. No sign of movement in a better direction, I'll add. Uh, these are the people on a local level who see a 3% reduction in a murder rate as a good thing. Oh, only uh, instead of 500 people being killed, now it's only 485. That's awesome. Hooray for us. Their pitch, by the way, for the fine job they're doing with law enforcement is this. Hey, we're not as bad as Chicago or Baltimore. That's not a good pitch. That's not going to sell many people. Nothing they touch gets better, except for maybe them. When they touch our money, it disappears. Period. When they touch housing, more money disappears. When they use taxpayers' money to repay unstudent loans, the only lesson anybody learns is that if you wait long enough, somebody's going to bail you out with someone else's money, no matter how hard you worked for your money. No matter how hard you worked. Will, jump back in. Let me see what I've got. Um, Kind of, but not really. That's a really good one. Or Tupac, four-pac, six-pac, a dollar. Or... Mm, no, that's old news. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Those are the three. Do you um, remember the first one? Do you remember the first one? No, what was the first one? Gosh. You know, there's there was an old commercial about that. There was a they they would start the commercial with a five digit number. And then toward the end of the thirty second commercial they would say, Okay, what was the number we just talked about? And you know what the commercial was about? Marijuana use. Oh, very And how cool. it affects your memory. Oh. Pretty clever, huh? That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm just, just saying that you didn't remember the first of three little short phrases I told you. Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm paying attention to this. So let's go with that. this, though, seriously. Let's go with kind of but not really, okay? Burger King is testing a new bun, it says here, that's inspired by an everything bagel. Beginning next week, this is, I don't know how they pick these two places. Locations in Alabama and New Mexico will offer it as an option. To be clear, though, it says it is still a bun and not a bagel. Yeah, we get that, okay? Kind of like when you when you go into Burger King and you put a paper crown on your head 
you're still just an idiot in a paper crown. You're not a king. That makes sense? Yeah, I bet it does. Um, 16-year-old. I'm, I'm slowly running out or quickly running out of time. Do I have a minute? Is that what you're going to give me? Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you about the 16-year-old next week. Will's panicking. I got to go. Next week, we'll be back as usual. Thank you for listening. Adios.